the first thing I would like to say is, well, good afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. It's in the game here on the Balls Life Podcast Network, which you can find on ballislife.com for the audio, for the video, youtube.com slash cruise control podcast. Yeah. You can follow me and Denny on both Instagram and Twitter. Randy J. Cruz. I am Denny Blanco. So, Denny, I noticed you always wear this broken net hat. And I feel like I have to take a, a stand on that. I think it's about time that if you're going to wear your broken net hat, then I'm going to have to change it up for you <laughs> the hair. to put on my New York Nick Scully, which I won't wear more than one minute here because it's hot. <laughs> but I figure it's about time. I'm tired of you wearing that broken net hat. And we weren't doing well. No, t- turn it, turn it back, <laughs> turn it back. No, <laughs> no, we're not doing that today. We're not doing that today. You've worn that hat every single show, Almost. and we were we were decent in the, in the beginning of the year. We got pretty good. We're now top four. Won twelve out of thirteen games. We're going to be in the playoffs, not just a playing tournament, but we're going to be in the playoffs just like y'all. And the possibility. Of a New York Nick Brooklyn Net matchup in the second round. I'm not guaranteeing anything. Cause you you gotta get the one seed. And if we stay four, and if we take care of business, we will see y'all in round two. Then we get it popping. So <laughs> Denny Blanco. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I I am a Nick fan, as you can tell. Hmm. I I talk about them when they do bad. And when they do good, mm-hmm. they've been doing really great this year, exceeding all expectations, mine's and yours. Everyone's. And a whole bunch of Nick fans out there. Mm-hmm. But to, to be here in May and tell me that we're going to have May basketball in the garden at some point, it has to be a, a refreshing day, a refreshing time for Nick fans around the city, in the country, in the world. I know you're a net fan uh, since KD and Kyrie signed. Super mega net fan once Harden came here. But just know we're coming for you. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds good. Look, I want to give you all your flowers, your roses, your your your, your sunflowers, any, any type of flowers that you deserve today. You deserve them all because it's a long time coming for you guys to have something to brag about. It's been a minute. And everything uh-huh. you said is true. I'm happy for you, New York Knicks fans, uh, who have uh, consistently stayed the course on this runaway train into mediocrity. Um, And the train has turned the course. And you guys are now actually winning. And I'm proud of what you guys have uh, presented on the floor. Finally, after years of wanting LeBron, Mm -hmm. after years of wanting CP3, Kyrie Irving, the KD. list goes on. KD, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. James Harden, the list goes on and on. Right. You finally have a consistent star who turned himself into an all-star, and now you have role players who are actually accepting of their roles. God forbid you have a team, you have a coach, you have an identity. You have everything you need to continue to build toward a championship. I'm very proud of you. Very proud of what you guys have done. It's taken a minute. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm very proud. And look, we I, 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 right now it's it's early. Uh, they're going to be the fourth. Then it's going to be the fourth seed. Now I predict they will win. Um, they will right, win one a round. One round. They will win a series. They have enough. I'm just before we move forward. I am just concerned. It's a slight bit. You know, we mentioned prior. Shout out to Edgar. We mentioned prior talking to him about mm-hmm. um, about Randall and how much he plays, and he leads the league in minutes. So you got to keep an eye on that because if Randall goes down. All bets are off. Pretty Listen, I, I love the Knicks, but I think it's too hot to wear this hat. So hold up. No, take that off. You're right. He's a scully. We, 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 we cross mates. We good. I love yeah. y'all. May, um, the force be, may the force be with you. Mm-hmm. That's right. We um, mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, I don't want to speak for every Knicks fan, but I feel like, <laughs> you know, the last eight years, you know, what? Even, even before that, ever since 2000, the Knicks have... It's been so up and down, more downs and ups. So when I became a Knicks fan back in 99, they went to the finals. They went to the conference finals the year after. They got bumped out the first round in 01. Then they had a little playoff first round in 04. And then it was uh, 11, 12, 13. And then we haven't sniffed the playoffs since. So eight years is a long time. And just to see them... Whether it was a plain game or not, just to see them in in postseason was going to be good enough for me. I could say, you know what? We got this year under wraps. We come back stronger next year. We might get a free agent. We might do well in the draft. We might make a trade. We, we don't know. But to see the stretch that they're on now, 12 out of the last 13 games, and they, 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 they've beaten some some pretty good teams. Not, not saying bottom feeders. They've beaten some pretty good teams that are in the playoff mix. Um, and they're out West now. They won two in a row. I think they got three more left. Um, Lakers, they got really, Clippers. Yeah, they got Clippers. They got I think more Phoenix. Clippers. Phoenix is out there and the Lakers. Phoenix. Lakers so, maybe Lakers, yeah. Hmm. I'm just saying, for me, to see them in the playoff hunt as a top four, talk about home court now, having home court in the playoffs at the Garden and it's ironic that the one year that they do well, I can't even get back in the garden and I, and, I, and I work with them. And I'm like, man, I would love to be in this building to see them rock out. 5,000, 10,000 people. I know later on in, in, um, in July, they're going to open up. I mean, not saying the Knicks, Knicks are making the finals. I'm saying like it's going to open up more for Brooklyn and the Knicks when it comes to seating. But um, I'm happy. I, I'm thrilled. You see me on Twitter with these funny you know, videos and like, listen, y'all been clowning us for so long. Y'all clown us all the time with a trade, with a coach we hire. Randy, with, Randy, Randy, with Randy. With everything. Randy, sometimes y'all guys ask for it. Honestly, like you, you say we, people don't clown the Knicks. And I agree. And I agree. But that's from the organization point. That That's from Dolan. That, that, that's up top. Like we don't, the players don't look for that. That's not their fault. They they just do dumb shit, and it, it, that's what happens. But now we're in we're in a place where like if you're talking about us, it, it's positive. It's yes. good thoughts. It's playoffs. It's a all star player. It's a coach of the year candidate. It's an MVP mm-hmm. candidate. Like when's the last mm-hmm. time we had a coach of the year candidate and an MVP candidate with the Knicks? Like it's been quite some time. The team loves each other. They cheer and, for each other from from and, one to twelve. 
if if you want to put it into perspective, that this team is it's like a remix of the nineties teams. Sure. They just they're, they're just a younger remix sure. of the nineties teams. Like I'm not saying Randall is Pat Ewing, but he's he's the he's no. the Pat Ewing role. It's the DNA. RJ Barrett is the John Starks kind of role. And then you have all the role players fill in like how far they go in the playoffs. I'm not here saying finals or conference finals because obviously if they, if they get past Atlanta in round one, if that's the matchup, we're probably going to see Brooklyn, Philly, or Milwaukee. And that's that, that's no slight against them. It's going to be tough. We, we might get a game or two. But even even with that, I could say we, we, had, we, we had a great year. Nobody expected us to be anywhere near the, the second round. So if I go out to Brooklyn, if I go out to Philly or Milwaukee, I say, hey, listen, you, you lost to one of the top three teams in, in the NBA. Listen, you, 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 I understand your, your stance because you're like, we didn't expect all this. But what's interesting is you have a defensive-minded coach in Tom Thibodeau. Right. Tom Thibodeau, right? I do not mm-hmm. expect him to go into any of these games and not have a strategy on how to slow down some of these right. players. So I am excited. I would like to see in the event of a matchup. So matchup one, Knicks, Philly. Okay. I'd like to see what kind of, I'd like to see how many times and B gets the ball without getting double teamed. Same thing with the butts with Giannis with the Nets is a whole different ball game because you can't double. You can't really double wing players which you have with Katie Harden and Kyrie. You can't really double wing plays. It doesn't work out that way. You can double post players, though. It's a lot easier to double post players. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see. A lot of folks are just maybe yourself is saying, hey, you know, one game, two game. I don't see them sweeping Philly. I'm sweeping. Beating Philly. Mm-hmm. Beating Milwaukee. Beating Brooklyn. I think you may be surprised on what can be possibly done now mind you this is me expecting um they need they need a healthy center noel has to be healthy it doesn't work without their right. they need they need a healthy they need noel healthy for it to and work. mitchell and mitchell too if mitchell comes back right they need a and it looks like obviously tibbs doesn't want to go small they mm-hmm. need to keep playing big in order to keep the rebounds up keep the defense up um, those two things are important when it comes to the playoffs. So we're going to see, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, I would suggest you just keep praying that they win and keep praying that they're doing exactly what they're doing. Don't even, don't even worry about, um, Hey, they, they got to the playoffs second round. Hey, it's time to pack it up. Let them keep playing, man. You never right. know. You never so, know. In your opinion, let's say the Knicks are the four seed and they, they, they go to, to, to round two. If the Knicks make it to round two, which is the best matchup for them? Not saying they're going to win, but to say, hey, obviously, if I get Brooklyn, that's going to be tough. But what is the what is a team that you feel like the Knicks can get the most problems to? Is it Brooklyn? Is it Philly or Milwaukee? The most problems? Right. Like, like, like they can test them. Like they'll oh, they, it'll be they, a six game. Yeah, yeah. Who they're going to extend the farthest? Well, yeah. you you... That's right. Best matchup for the Knicks in round to honest, two. To be honest, I, I think the Bucks, the Bucks are the best better matchup. To be honest, to, to go to go as far to go seven, mm-hmm. the, the Nets is it's, it's a three headed mm-hmm. monster. Right. <laughs> uh, 
And then with Philly, they're going to shoot you. Philly has the better shooters than Bucks, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. They got Seth Curry. They got Danny Green. Those two alone, you sit in the corner and say, shoot as many threes. Right. Versus versus who they got on uh, the Bucks. Uh, J. Rue. Uh, Middleton. Uh, yeah. I mean, those guys can those guys can play. And Middleton can shoot. Absolutely. But can he shoot like Seth? I don't, no. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. So mm-hmm. the scariest, to answer your question, this, the scariest is uh, the Knicks playing um, who, what team should be scared of the Knicks would be the Bucks because if they can slow down, you know, if Giannis doesn't score 50, <laughs> like he did the other night against the Nets, mm. 40, 49 or 48, something like that. If yeah, he right. doesn't, it, it, yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't, if he doesn't score 48, we keep him out the paint. We leave him with nothing but jump shots and threes. There's a chance, but with you can't do that with Boston or with uh, uh, um, Philly. They'll throw that ball right down into they'll throw that ball right down into Embiid, and as soon as you double, it's curtains. With the Nets, you can't double on the wing. As soon as you double on the wing, somebody's gonna be open under the under the under the rim. It's gonna be a dunk, two points. So it's gonna be interesting to see. But to answer your question. It would have to be the Bucks. Would be the the for me. Would be the easiest strategy, hardest game, uh, seven game. I would say that that could possibly go seven. So right now, it'll be New York and Atlanta in round one. But lurking after Atlanta is Miami. Don't want to see Miami. I, and then I, right I, behind them is Boston. Jesus, I don't. I do not. I do not want to see. Uh, Yo, could you imagine another Knicks Miami playoff no. series? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't. I don't want to see them. And no, there's only one reason why. I don't want the the Knicks Miami to see Miami. It's only one reason. The guy they call Bam. Bam. Mm-mm. They don't. They don't have answers for Bam. They don't. And. Bam's different from Embiid and Giannis is be. It, how do I explain this? See, Bam will go to the post. Bam will go to the post first before Giannis. Mm-hmm. Bam will run to the post. He won't stay on the wing. He'll run to the post first. Boom. But then he's quicker on the wing than Embiid. Embiid will get on the wing. He'll shoot his three, right? Bam doesn't have a three. But Bam could go by you. And then Bam has a, a 18, 17 footer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at that like, mm-mm, mm-mm. The Knicks don't want to see Miami in the first round. They'd rather deal with Atlanta first round, not Miami. If they see Miami, that's going to be a problem. So what if what if they get Boston? So, so you're saying out of Miami, Atlanta, and Boston – the one team the Knicks should not see in round one is Miami. Yeah, they let them see Boston. They match up better. Let them see Atlanta. They match up better. Mm-hmm. They see Miami. <laughs> the, and that's the thing. The defensive strategy changes when you see Miami because of Bam. When you're playing against Boston, you know Tatum, you know Brown. Okay, Kemba. Okay, right. okay. And then you see Atlanta, you know Young, you know um, the center. 
Capella, you know, Capella, you know yeah, yeah, you know all Bogey, the other, yeah, other, yeah you, you, Bogon, you know, you, you, you got it. But with Miami, Jimmy Butler, then Bam, and and then Aki, and come on, it's 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 too much experience along with youth that you blink an eye, and something good may happen. So, I mean, from a rivalry standpoint, I know. You know, the Knicks now and Miami now are not rivals, but just from the essence of the 90s and early 2000s to say, oh, round one, we get the Knicks in Miami. It's like, man, here we go again. But I think when you see. I would I would prefer Atlanta if I'm the Knicks, but. If I give Miami or Boston, there's no guarantee they're going to beat us anyway. You know what I'm saying? And there's no guarantee we're getting out round one. I don't want to sound like we're gonna automatically go to round two i'm just saying the, the, the better matchup will be atlanta but i agree with you with miami that'll be tough too because you got two all-stars on that roster there's tally hero duncan robinson you still got goran Dragic, you still got um Iguodala, and eric spolstra who happens to be one of the most underrated coaches in the entire league and Thank that you. team that team went to the finals last year Thank and you. took and took la to six sounds like you're scared too <laughs> little I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm just saying I'll be a little more like all right. Mm. I'll be yeah. more. I'll be more comfortable with Atlanta. Yeah. I, that's what I'm telling. I'm telling you, bro. It's you but don't if you get if you give me if you give me Miami and we beat Miami, then I'm like, hey, listen, that was a tough, tough matchup. But Boston too, Tatum, Brown, Kimba, like it, that's not easy either. When you mention all the attributes of Boston versus all the attributes of Miami, mm-hmm. Miami has way more to worry about than Boston. Mm-hmm. You got the playoff, you got the playoff tested uh, championship wearing ring coach, correct? Yep. Eric Spolstra, boom, mm-hmm. advantage number one. Then you have uh, Jimmy Butler, battle tested, finish number two. And advantage number three, Iggy's on that bench. Advantage number four, bam. Advantage, come on, it's just, it's just, it's just so much with that team where I'm just like better, sh- better shooters, pure shooters on Miami. I, I don't want to see. The one thing I don't want to happen before I move on is that the Knicks to make the playoffs and they have a, lo- a lot of young guys who have never made, who have never been in this spot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want them to get shell shocked. Like, oh, and again, you're not playing in front, in front of a large crowd. That could be on their side. But still, playoff games are different than the regular season. And when you go up against a Atlanta or Miami or Boston or even Brooklyn, Philly or Milwaukee, it ain't that it's not gonna be that easy. No. Like they, they, they find ways to double Randall and someone else has to step up and make a shot. Oh, Randall, Randall will be double teamed every possession. Right. But I believe in Tom Thibodeau to make those adjustments where mm-hmm. any event that happens. We're not gonna just have Randall take care of the load and, and nobody else step up. Like there are some veterans there, but you have a lot of young guys who've never been in this spot. So as good as they're doing now, twelve out of thirteen, when you get to that spot in the playoffs, let's not get spooked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these guys, I think um y- you have a fair concern. You scared little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just want people to know that- Denny is the Denny is the Brooklyn Net fan. I'm the Nick fan here. Oh, listen, I got this warm Scully indoors. This this this, this going to be on for like five minutes. Um, you have quick, you 
you have you have some concerns, but I, yeah. I think they're they're a little premature. All right. So last point with the Knicks early in the week. Again, we do this every year. Who they might sign and trade and all that. Mm -hmm. So early in the week, the rumor is, let's take it as a rumor, that the Knicks will be eyeing Dame Lillard this summer. So the more that Portland doesn't win, you know, Terry Stotts might be out of here. The more they don't win, Dame might come to a, a, a point where, listen, I might, I might need to go somewhere else. Could Dame retire as a Blazer? Yeah, I could see that. He may not want to leave. But the Knicks are eyeing Dame Lillard. So in order to get him, to even try to entice Portland, it's going to take multiple draft picks and parting with some of, young, some of your young guys. That could be in a mix of Mitchell, Kevin Knox, Quickly, Obi. My thing is, regardless of how the Knicks end up this year, if you got a, 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 a all-time point guard out in Portland who may want out, what do you do if, if you're the Knicks? Do you stand the way you are and keep building those young guys? Or do you take a flyer on Dame and see what it would take? Do you give up a quickly? Do you give up a Obi or Knox or Mitchell Robinson? Like, what would you do? Would you entice it to get Dame here? Or are you more like, you know what? I like what we have now. Let's keep building what we have. I told you. <clears throat> I told you. I said with Bradley Beal, I said you give up everything for Bradley Beal. Mm -hmm. Keep you keep Randall and R.J. Barrett and quickly. Everybody right. else is up for grabs. I told too you that. Too happiness. Too happiness. Take it off. Should have been taken off. <laughs> <laughs> took it off. I told you that with Bradley, and I'm telling you that the same. I'm telling you same thing when it comes to Dame. The same thing. You give up everything except quickly Randall and, and um, Barrett. That is a future. But what if they want quickly? Mind, mind you, Dame is... Future I love Hall of Famer. I was saying that's future a future Hall of Famer. Famer. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know how I feel about Dame. I got all his kicks in my closet. What about... Wait, what about quickly? What? No, I'm saying like Dame is 30 years old. So? I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm just I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing advocate here. I, I know. I, I'm hitting so down. You, you'll you'll get a 30 roll point guard. This ain't Mitchell or Devin Booker that you're trading for. You're getting a 30 roll point guard. I love Dame. I'm just saying, optically, I'm a trade a 19, 20, 21 year old, like in quickly, a 22 year old, maybe a 22 year old in Obi, multiple draft picks, which is they, they have they have a lot of those. It's whatever. I'm just saying, we always complain about the Knicks don't develop their players because they they give up on them too quick. But on the flip side, if you're gonna get a that talent in Dame Little to come to New York with Talk to me. with Barrett and Randall. Talk to me. Because a month ago we're saying Lonzo Ball could be that 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 triple triple monster. Mm -hmm. I'd rather get Dame than Lonzo Ball. Everyone on earth would. You're saying I I don't care what it takes. I will give you whatever you want for Dame Lillard. That that's what you're saying. That is clear. It's clear. What, what, what's confused? It should be no one. It should be. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those that are watching, it's in the game. On Powered by Baller's Life, those who are watching today, guys mm -hmm. that are listening, ladies that are listening, um, you, 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 you give up everything for a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. You give up everything for a future Hall of Famer. Let's say hypothetically, 
Dame but, six, but but Brooklyn, the, but Brooklyn didn't give up everything for for Harden. They, the only player they gave what they gave up Lavert and and Jared Allen. See, you're right? talking about different business. Let's stick to the focus at hand. <laughs> you're talking about different business. Let's think about I'm this business. This, 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 this business deal. Mm-hmm. This business deal. We're talking about a man on a man in a smaller market. Who is a perennial all-star, right? Who is a future Hall of Famer? Who who has just been getting a lot of a, a lot of bad luck because technically the team has been healthy all year. Portland. We're talking about that. And then we're talking about a team that's maybe one or two players away from being in the playoffs every year for the next five, six years. Fair? Fair picture? That's fair. Now the picture picture is painted. The New York Knicks are now getting a little taste of what it is to be in the playoffs. Just a little taste. You can continue this by adding to your team. Why not add that guy from the West Coast called Dame Lillard, Dame Time, to your already Barrett and Randall? Three-headed monster. Surround them with different pieces and then go from there. It is clear the Nets have done that. It is clear other teams have done that. Either two or three players that are either all-stars, Hall of Famers, or perennial or on the way there to an all-star. And then you just surround them with role players. You need two or three minimum. Dame to the next in the next couple of years, throw everything but the kitchen sink at Portland. See what happens. So what is your limit? What if what if you're the Knicks and Nate and Portland says I want X Y Z W? What is it gonna make you say hey 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 listen just, listen I'm just, already giving you this and that like wh- who I know you I know you want to keep Randall and Barrett. Here's the here's the phone call. Hello yes yes this is the Knicks president. How may I help you? Yes we're we're inquiring. We may be interested in trading Dame. Um, do you have any idea what um you know can you you know what deal you may have? Well we want Dame. We want him. Mm-hmm. We want him bad. But we don't want to show you our hand. Right. But you know what? There are only two players we will not even consider trading. Barrett and Randall. You technically can have everyone else. Is that something you're interested in? Uh, well, you know, do we want quickly? All right, you know what? If you can give us quickly Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, two draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we'll do that. Do you want some money too? Two million? We'll throw two million in there too. There is I'll, nothing I, I wouldn't do. I would figure quickly would go in that deal. Kevin Knox, it, it just it's, it's whatever. If they want Knox, all right, I'll give you Knox. He's a throw in. Um, Mitchell Robinson, I know uh, fans love Mitchell Robinson. That that that's fifty fifty, and I think the I think the one guy. I'm not being biased here. It's Obi. So, my thing is, if you say, "Yo, I'll give you Mitchell Knox quickly, three first round picks and, and swaps," could that was the Harden deal? Harden deal is now. <laughs> what, it, it's, it's the blueprint. It's the blueprint. A bag of potatoes. So, if they got that for Harden, let's just imagine for for a Bradley Beal or Dame Lillard. So it's gonna be first round picks and swaps and players, but I think the Knicks. 
would want to hold on to Obi the I told most you, out of those guys. I told you stop to looking at other business deals because again, but you're, you're the blueprint. About, you're talking about different situations, different kind of sit. So Harden is like, I'm not playing. I'm gonna be. Dame's not mm -hmm. doing that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a different kind of negotiation going on behind the scenes uh, when you're dealing, when you're talking about the Houston deal yeah. versus what could happen with Dame. It's a different different kind of business deal, but I understand the same kind of uh, uh, um, concept in the, in the business deal. But there are other variables that are involved in that, in that said, said business deal. If in referring to the Knicks, Bradley Beal or Dame is going to put them over the top. If they're available, you create a package like they said in The Godfather. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. That's it. So so finish finish th uh, this line. Talk to me. If I say the Knicks have Randall, R.J. Barrett, and Damian Lillard walking into next season. Again, we're, we're talking hypothetically here. It's all high. It's all high if the Knicks have Randall Barrett and Daniel Lillard next season, finish that line. They'll be in the playoffs every year. That's it? Just the playoffs? Just, James in the playoffs already. With those three. Those, you, you're talking about, you're talking about those three. Playoffs. I don't. I don't know who else is on the roster, though. So I'm just saying, if we're just talking that's, about those that's three, my point too. We just don't know. But I'm saying, if that's your playoffs. core three, playoffs. That's all I can give. Playoffs. So you you you're not even telling me if it's Dame Lillard, Randall, and Barrett, the Knicks are an Eastern Conference Finals team next year. Can can you tell me that? They need another piece. Need another piece. piece. They need an. They need another piece, bro. <laughs> they need another piece besides Dame. Barrett and Rand. I mean, role players. I'm sorry. They need. I, I need to know what type of role players they have surrounding them. And so, for example, if you're if you're doing the same thing, like oh, Philly, they have Ben Simmons and Embiid uh, and Tobias. Embiid and Tobias. Will they go to the finals? I'll be like, I really don't know. I know they'll be the playoffs. I really don't know if they're going to the finals. Then you tell me, oh, they're adding Seth Curry, Danny Green, and sh shooters. I'm like. Oh, okay. That I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. But for me to not know the other role players, it's kind of difficult for me to give you after the playoffs where they're gonna go. Playoffs, like all oh, I'm giving you, baby. Playoffs. I have I have one dream scenario, right? Oh, and, and, yeah, it, it could happen. In the event Dame comes to New York, right? Let's just say, I really, 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 really think that Carmelo would come with Dame. To New York, and Carmelo will finish his career with the Knicks. Because if you're trying to win a championship with the Knicks, with a Randall, with a Barrett, with a Dame Lillard, that that's a nice three. You don't think Melo wants to be a part of that culture that could possibly bring a, a title to New York? It's not up to him. You know what it's up to, right? <laughs> what Dolan? It's not up to him. Which. <laughs> It's not up to him, bro. <laughs> like, if Dolan don't want you back, if well, Dolan Dolan should because the last time you made the playoffs is with Carmelo on the roster. When he hey, left, hey, he left the playoffs. 
hey, we're not talking about should. You're talking about that would be nice in the hypothetical that we're presenting. And me saying in the hypothetical that present, we're pre hypothetical that we're presenting. I'm saying, bruh, bruh, that ain't gonna happen in the hypothetical because in the hypothetical, James Dolan, if he's still the owner, is gonna say who? Carmela who? Anthony? Yeah, but if, if, if I'm coming uh, along with Dame Lillard, what, what you gonna do? Tell me no. And if and you trade, if, if you trade Obi and Knox and Mitchell, all these guys, you, you got spots. I, I I can't get a spot. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't get a spot. <laughs> no, you got like five openings. I, I, I'm I'm a top ten scorer in the NBA. You can't you can't sign me up. No, bro. No. Know, speaking of top, 10, Carmelo top ten scoring all time. We're Portland. Um, so all the Miller haters can have a seat, can chill um, out. Um, and he would have got here a long time ago if he wasn't exiled for no reason a year and a half ago. He'd probably be like number nine right now. We but have. I'm, I'm glad he's there. I'm happy he's there. Uh, he seems happy in Portland. Uh, big Mellow fan here. Congrats to him. But I know the Mellow haters are just just. Can't can't believe it. They can't they can't believe Melo is a top ten scorer. But I could. It's an all time great Hall of Famer. Um, so anyone anyone who during that time said Melo should be out of the league should never speak about basketball ever again. And you know who you are, Max Kellerman. You <laughs> you should never speak about basketball again. Like you lost your basketball card. Like Stephen A has been trying to pull it from you for the past couple of years that you've been on the show. And we have a plethora of examples where you've you you wet the bed in reference to uh, uh, talking about a basketball player. Mm -hmm. It's just comical. Now we're not even going to talk about Tom Brady and the Cliff. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about Carmelo Anthony and how um, he's been the truth ever since coming out of. Uh, high school has been right right next to uh, LeBron James coming mm -hmm. out. Um, goes to Syracuse, wins the chip his first year as a freshman. Comes out, dominates immediately when he gets to Denver. Um, you know, just a scoring machine. Comes to New York, puts them on his back for seven to eight years. Literally carries that team uh, to as far as the Eastern Conference semifinal. Semifinal, final. For who? The Knicks when Mello was there. Eastern Conference. Semi, semi, yeah. I guess semifinal, in, uh, in, uh, Indiana. Indiana. Took you to the Eastern Conference semifinals, and the next year you repay him by blowing his team up. So, shout out to Carmelo Anthony for you knowing who you are. Continue, continued success, and uh, we're just waiting for your son to come up for him to take mm. the reins because he's up next apparently. But um, big time congrats to Carmelo, top 10 in scoring. Uh, well by, the, by the time it's all said and done, he might be number nine by the time mm -hmm. he retires. Mm -hmm. um, only two active players are in the top 10 right now, which is LeBron and Carmelo. Um, goes, and it takes me back to this last point on Melo. Mm -hmm. James Dolan needs to put up a couple of James Dolan. Mm -hmm. Needs to put up a couple of numbers in the New York rafters. I agree. Mellow's one of them, but there are others that should have been there way before him. Mello oh, is one of them. But he has a there's a couple of numbers that should be up in the rafters of New York right now. 
before Melo. So, again, back to Dolan. There's um, Bernard King. I know Randall is wearing his number now. Um, again, if you're a diehard Nick fan, John Starks, they want him up there. Charles Oakley, they want him up there. Um, some are going to be iffy about Carmelo being up there because of the longevity. The lack of the longevity, and like I guess the quote unquote what he did for the Knicks or what did he do for the Knicks? You know, if you ask me, I will put Melo up there tomorrow. Like, um, I mean, Melo. I mean, greatest Nick Waltz. We've had this conversation. Waltz, yeah. Ewing, Melo rotated around, the, mm-hmm. rotated around like that. You know, what is your what is your favorite Melo? Is it Denver? Is it New York? New York. New York was my favorite mellow because in New York he's home. Uh, uh, he's home. He it, people told him you know the team would would be trash. Um, every single night, he tried his best to do what he was brought there to do. <clears throat> he was brought there to score. <clears throat> he was brought there to score, <clears throat> not to rebound. <clears throat> Not to pass, not to steal, not to play defense. He was brought there to score. And he did that better than a lot of people did in their, in their position, in their profession. So these folks that want to uh, be Nick fans talking to me, talking about, oh, <laughs> Melo is not doing this. Melo wasn't brought here to do any of that. Melo was a scorer at Denver. He's not going to turn into LeBron when he comes to New York. He's a scorer. You put passers around Melo. You put uh-huh. rebounders around Melo. You put defensive players around Melo. Then you get to the Eastern Conference semis, just like you did in in Denver. They went to the final, Eastern Conference final, uh, Western Conference final, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Had rebounders, had defenders, had passers. Then he comes over to the Knicks. You give him rebounders, defenders, and passers. He goes to Eastern Conference semis. So it's not rocket science. The formula is not brand new, okay? Don't try to turn somebody into something he's not and then railroad him in the media because he isn't, Nick fans. I, I'm speaking to specifically you guys that, were, that ran him out of town, that were happy to turn your back on him, this guy was dropping 54. Y'all wouldn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. 54. The next next person scoring was 12 with J.R. Smith. All right? And now you guys are talking about, oh, well, yeah, he was always selfish. He's a cancer. Hey, Carmelo, yeah. well, Carmelo was an MVP candidate when he was here. Carmelo led the league in scoring. He was a multiple-time All-Star. Um, and I think, again, not, not to harp on it, but when he came here, you, you had – it was like the best time, but the worst time too, because you got one great year out of Amari Stoudemire and that was it. And then if Amari was healthy enough, if you got that first year Amari, like every year he was here, we just don't know, bro. We just don't know. Like the, the, that was, that was the, the dynamic duo that we had 10 years ago, already 10 years ago. And everything was, was left on Melo's shoulders and you, they try to get people here and they, they, they couldn't get a meeting with this guy. And the blame they have against Melo is so confused. It's been always so confusing to me, but it's just, it's wild to think. Just hear me out. It's ladies and gentlemen, it's wild to think that uh, Melo is, is getting all this cancer talk when literally on the team, when we need you the most, Amari Stoudemire, you put your fist 
through a fire extinguisher. During the playoffs? During the playoffs. When we need you the most, when Melo needs you the most, J.R. Smith, what do you do? You literally collapse. You start doing – this is after you got your money. This is after you're the sixth man. Mm -hmm. You stop playing. Then you travel over to Cleveland and say, New York was too much of a distraction. I'm better now. And then you win a ring with LeBron. That's Melo's fault? No, it's not. It, it, it is Phil Jackson's fault at the time who didn't really do enough to bring people here to help him. I know he brought in Noah and Derrick Rose at the time and some other guys, but they, they never got that that second big star to go along. Melo, I, I don't want to harp on this, but just, just just the fact that I I could see him coming back to finish okay. his career. Hey. And, and if that Dame trade goes down, I know Melo is going to be like, yo, listen, if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna walk away with a ring, I want to do it in New York. I don't, I don't want to do it in L.A. or Portland or wherever. I want to do it in New York. So do I see that happening? Again, hypothetically, um, it could happen. But um, I just want to congrats to to Carmelo and I just don't know why. Again, why Denver Mello was tough, bro. Denver Mello was. I mean, I love him on the Knicks. I do. I love him on Denver, but that Denver run was. Crazy conference finals, all star. He had AI, Chauncey Billups. That mellow was nasty. That mellow was nasty. No, I, ju- I, ju- I just want to point that out. That mellow wasn't voted for MVP. Shh, quiet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he should have been. He should have been. He, he should have been. Um, my last two points are. Do you agree about LeBron and what he said about the playing tournament that whoever came up with it should be fired? And now the Lakers are now fifth. They're not in the playing scenario right now, but if they were to end up in the playing scenario, it's just, hey, it is what it is. He got hurt. AD got hurt. There's a whole bunch of COVID stuff going on with, with, with the team. It just is what it is. See, my Knicks, if they were in a playing game, I'm like, I'm happy because now they can just win one game and, and be in. But if the Lakers were to be a playing game, kind of team. Do you agree that that LeBron, do you agree with LeBron saying that someone should be fired and now he's against it and because his team might be a playing kind of team? Hey, LeBron, shout out to you because you could say anything you want in the <laughs> NBA and they don't right. do shit about it. So shout out to you. Uh, furthermore, bro, just play. Like, <laughs> just just play the game, right? Play the games. You're, you're getting paid millions of dollars to just play, bro. It don't matter. Adam Silver did not think at the beginning of the season, you know what? Uh, he, he No, he was thinking like, yeah, the Lakers got – the Lakers are loaded. So this play-in tournament is not going to mean anything because they're going to be the number one, two, or three seed. Did he – did Adam Silver predict that Shorter would go down? AD would go down? LeBron would go down. The Lakers bench would suck. <laughs> did any? Did, did did Adam Silver predict that? No. So no. Pull up your boots <laughs> by your straps. <laughs> pull up your Lakers shorts and come to play. And, and listen, by the way, the Lakers are a playing game team that adds more excitement anyway. So when I see on social media of the Lakers and the Celtics. Might be a playing. Listen, if if it goes down like that, 
then that brings more excitement to watch just this, this playing format. They like, should, they should yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of it. Are you? So are, you a, are you? Okay. So you good Hell with it? Yeah, I'm the one. I want 16, the best 16 every year. Forget the conferences. The best 16 go. And then mm-hmm. we fight it out from there. I'm, I, I love, if you talked about this, I love March Madness because it's madness. Yeah. You never know who can get hot, when, and, and what defenses work, matchups, et cetera. And that's what the playoffs, for me, I want the playoffs to be. So bring me the best 16. Throw, and, and, and because it's money, I want the first round to be five, five games, but we're not going to go to that. Forget it. Bring bring me the for best sixteen and let let's fight it out. No doubt. Let's so right it. now, LeBron LeBron could be safe right now. They are a fifth in the Western Conference. So at the playoffs started oh, sorry, two sorry, days. Sorry, sorry, sorry. For you, for even interjecting. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. But even yeah. it's making me more mad, LeBron. You're making me more mad. Now that I'm thinking about it. You, you're pissing me off because you're taking games off too. You taking games off too, whether you're injured or not. I don't know. But you're taking games off too. Talking about well, this playoff, this playoff seating, uh, the playoff playing game is trash. <laughs> you can't take games off and then call it trash, bro. No. I mean, he, he he's been out since March with the ankle injury. I know he didn't play last night against Denver. Add all the ankle injuries and add the back to backs rest from the previous. Add all right. of that. That's a lot of games you ain't play for you to be like, oh, now if Dame. Now, if Dame was once like Dame, I said a thing last time he didn't like the bubble, whatever. If Dame was saying something like, yo, you know, I really don't like the bubble, I would understand coming from him because he doesn't take he doesn't take games off. He plays injured. He gives you everything every night. So I would understand. But for LeBron, I'm like, bro, you get time off. But look, listen. Right now, they're not in the playoff game scenario. Right now, if the playoffs started today, they're fifth, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know who's number four, which will be a first-round matchup? Lakers and who? Lakers and uh, who's number? Ooh, ooh, uh, Utah? No, just like two or one um, in the West. Ooh, 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 ooh. The Clippers. <laughs> so does 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 LeBron want to be in a playing format? <laughs> Or get Kawhi and Paul George in the first round. <laughs> Kawhi, <laughs> I mean, give it to me, please, please. You give got Utah please. one, Phoenix two, Denver three, but Denver and LA Clippers are tied for third. So, but I think Denver has uh, a tiebreaker. LA please Lakers are fifth, Dallas number six, and in the playing for, uh, for, uh, format, Portland Warriors, Memphis, and San Antonio. So, LeBron, please. you want to play the Clippers first round? Or please give me the Clippers first round so I can make fun of Pfizer P again. Please, please give me. Oh, please. I, I just want to see. Okay, play uh, it out. If you're the Lakers, do you. Who. Who don't you want to see in round one? Like. You don't want to. Oh, well, who don't. Mm, so we're talking about out of, out of Utah, Phoenix, Denver, and the Clippers. Who that's that's who's above the Lakers, right? Who who do you want to see? Like I prefer them, and who don't you well, want to see? The, 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 the Clips, the Clips, the Clips. You want the Clippers? <laughs> I want the if I'm the Lakers, I want the Clippers. That's the easier matchup, and then <laughs> just the, the easy matchup to get them out 
and, and remind them again who the better LA team. And then for everybody to attack Paul George again. <laughs> but what if the Clippers beat the Lakers in round one? Then what? What are we I'd saying? Li- I'd like to see it. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. I don't believe that would happen. I'd like to see that. Again, here's the thing that's crazy. People talk about um, legacies and basketball, basketball legacies and, and how mm. it changes and what you can do and how you can improve them, etc. Right. All it takes is one playoff series to erase everything else. All it takes, like right now, they're talking about Harden, you know, what's, how, how he's going to erase him losing in Houston. Mm-hmm. He has to win a ring. Erased. Right. When it comes to Paul George, if he can beat the Lakers mm-hmm. this year, if they meet up, that will erase everything that happened before. But that's not going to happen. I don't believe in him like that. Sorry. I'm saying it could happen, though. <laughs> it could happen. Well, hey. You're talking about the matchup. The the matchup could happen. The matchup could happen. I, I believe in the matchup happening. I just don't believe in the Clippers beating the Lakers in a seven game series with everyone. Because helping. then LA LA might get Denver first round. LA Lakers. The Lakers might get Denver if Denver and the Clippers are tied right now. So they don't Clippers want can win and Denver goes down. You, you then you get Denver. They don't want Denver. They do not want Denver. Sweet 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 baby Jesus. They don't want Denver. Why is that? Even 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 without Jamal Murray, the Lakers don't want Denver. Uh, who did Denver play just recently? I think I fell asleep on. They were playing. So my thing is, how can you say that? And then like you you would say I'd rather see Kawhi and Paul George round one, but I don't want to see Jokic round one. Right without Jamal much... Murray. Right. So you're are you saying the late? Okay. So what what you're saying is so just to be clear for for the people watching. Right. I believe Denver is a better team than the Clippers without Jamal Murray right now. Okay. I believe they're a better team than the Clippers without Jamal right now, being that they have quite possibly the MVP of the league in Joker. And you have to understand too, Jamal goes down. They, they brought over Aaron Gordon. So I'm not saying Aaron Aaron Gordon is going to give you 25 points a game. But he's going to give you a little bit of what Jamal was, was you know, maybe a 10, give, give me 12, 13 points. That's enough. And then you have Michael Porter Jr. picking up the slack. Who, mm-hmm. who, who's been wanting more shots? Right. Go figure. He's been wanting more shots, and now he has it to prove himself. So mm-hmm. when I look at Michael Porter Jr., Joker, the same bench they have, they add Aaron Gordon. I'm like, I don't want to see that team. But then I look at the, the Clippers, I'm like, Paul George, Kawhi. Okay, yeah, we're good. Paul George, Kawhi, they're still missing Ibaka. They got Zubat. They got Rondo. They got playoff Rondo now. You know how he how he steps up. His only game person, in the only person I fear on that team is Kawhi and playoff Rondo. Uh, playoff playoff Rondo. That's playoff a real Rondo. name too. That's a real name. Hmm. And <laughs> also Tyron Lue could be coaching against LeBron and. The first round. Listen, oh, I, I'm I'm all I'm forty. I'm all forty entertainment. Um, wow, that I want, even I, the, I need the, it. Cause right now, I listen, <laughs> I like, need it, man. Between L.A. Lakers and Portland, is really like one game. 
So this thing can go up and down. Portland might be number six. Portland might be number five. The Mavericks are in, in the mix too. So I don't know, man. That shit is crazy. I, I'm all for the tournament. Um, I know last year they, they they did it. It was cool in the bubble, but now within the arena, you get people to watch. It's like great television. You might have a Knicks Nets out here in the East. You might have a Clippers and Lakers out here in the West in the first round, second round. I think it all boils down to them being healthy. I know we we brought this up a month ago. Like, could the Lakers can the Lakers repeat as champions as a playing team? And that's going to be one tough road. If they do it, all props to them. But Utah's good. Phoenix is good. Denver is good. The Clippers. That's going to be tough, man. LeBron got to be 100%. AD, 100%. And they got to get help from Kuzma and all these other guys. Montrez Harrow. Like, it's just... <sighs> that's tough, bro. That's tough. Listen, and and you, even if you get to the finals, yo, I got KD, Kyrie, and Harden waiting for you. Like, bro, just just, just take me out now. <laughs> you, on, you, you have to be you have to be completely healthy. Um, nothing's no no um you know no ailing no ailing injuries. It's it's mm. but, you know. But again, and Schroeder's out for two weeks now with the whole COVID health thing, so he's out. Uh, listen, so LeBron had to beat. LeBron, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. LeBron had to beat the best team ever. That fair, best regular season team ever. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And beat them in a championship. So he's he's accustomed to doing the impossible. Yeah, but uh, he he was healthy. He had a healthy Kyrie and Kevin Love that 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 series. And and that's you're picking up what I'm dropping. That's my point. So. Health is going to be a major concern this year. Major. So hey, all bets are off if you're thinking of making about making a bet about a team that's going to do do work. It takes one injury and then poof, all that's gone. So bottom line is you you still have Brooklyn winning the whole thing. Yeah, I'm confident that after the time off they gave James Harden, he's going to come back and uh, be healthy and they're going to ride the wave into the playoffs and uh, – yeah, I don't think he plays until the playoffs. That that he might get one one game, two games, but two, two games and then two games, and then we're <laughs> we're gonna play into rhythm like he did before, play into rhythm and then go from there. So last part, so um, in the playoff game mix right now for the West is Portland Warriors, Memphis, San Antonio in the East. Boston, Charlotte, Indiana, and Washington. So we see Washington doing doing well. Um, I want to get to them more on the next show. Cause Russell, that's a whole different twenty minute conversation we can have. Bye, they're, make, they're making some noise. That's probably one team in that area that you don't want to see in the playoffs. Russell, I'm sorry. I, another episode, just another episode for a different day. I may have to make a a slight adjustment on my. Um, Top 10 point guards of all time. And the only hypothetical matchup you can get right now in the in the West, I mean the East, is New York, Atlanta, and Milwaukee, Miami. In the West, Clippers, Lakers, and Denver and the Mavericks. If it started today, that that those be the possible possible matchups. Ooh, Denver, Dallas, uh, Lakers, who? Uh both both LA teams. 
Hey, it'll want, be Denver and uh, the Mavericks. I want that so bad. Oh, I want that so bad. I just want that. I want them. Oh, man. I just – because, again – Damn, imagine some, Rondo takes out his former team in round one. Wow. I needs it. Bro, <laughs> I needs it. You, you, there are people that have suggested that Paul George thinks he's on the same level as LeBron, as KD, as Kawhi. What better way to prove that – Mm-hmm. Than to knock out LeBron James, so I need I needs that for educational purposes. And I I think I think PG will play a lot better this time around. I I think one because if I'm going up against LeBron and AD, I like I want them out. I I don't want you in seven games. I want you in like in five or six. So I think him and Kawhi are gonna. They they'll play a lot different than what they did in the bubble against Denver in those those last three games. I so I, I pray I pray that you're right because Kawhi's Kawhi's legacy is solidified. His leg, yeah. a C, is solidified. Kawhi Leonard is solidified. If he doesn't win a ring ever again, he's good. He's a Hall of Famer right now. He's good. Paul George, Paul George, a Hall of Famer. It is uh, debatable. It's debatable. I'm not saying he's not. I think I will. It, it's. I will. Because you don't. You don't like Paul George. No, no. It's not that I don't like Paul George. It's I don't like the player he's become when it comes to inconsistency. See the guy in Indiana. That's the Paul George I like. I didn't like the OKC Paul George, and I don't like this Lakers Paul George. Because when the Clippers, time, Clippers, Clippers, excuse me. So when the time comes where I'm like, okay, yes, this is where I need Paul George to perform. This is when I need him to give me some points. This is when I need him to sh- hit a jump shot. Mm-hmm. You, got, you guys saw the bubble. You saw the games in the bubble against Denver. What, what more can I say? Can't say anything all, else. All you can say is I'll see you against the Lakers in round one, and then we'll go from there. Please. LeBron, LeBron will be like, oh my God, Adam Silver. Like, <laughs> please, Black Jesus. Really? <laughs> please, Black Jesus. Please, Black Jesus, Adam Silver. Anyone who can hear me, please, Black Jesus. Just make it a playoff series with the Lakers and the Clippers. Just one time for the kid. Please. I'm praying for that. I'm praying for the Knicks to win the first round so they can go to the second round and lose to the Nets. See, I'm I don't praying. think I don't think the Lakers can get Higher than five, they are six games behind the fourth seed. So it's inevitable. They may just they may There'll just be five or six or playing. Please, and you go, and you go from there. Please, like Jesus, let it be the Clippers. Please, please, <laughs> we need it for TV. It's must see TV. Please. Mm. Uh, before we get out of here, I uh, want to thank you, Denny Blanco. You can find Denny Blanco on both IG and Twitter at I am Denny Blanco. You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. Find the audio podcast on ballislife.com, the video podcast on youtube.com slash cruise control podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining us on It's in the Game. Danny Blanco, my man, thank you, and I appreciate it. Ball is life. That's right.